Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group, a weekly webinar to introduce the work of triangles to those people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles, and also to create a platform for people who are already members of triangles to come together each week and participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. The work is simply the establishing of a line of lighted loving communication between three people who agree to vivify that triangular link every day. Three people linked together as a triangle of light, mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. This triangle is then placed within the larger planetary network of triangles. And as the network is visualized, the great invocation is sounded in order to release and circulate spiritual energies throughout the etheric network and into the consciousness of humanity, touching all open hearts and minds that can respond to spiritual stimulation when it's released into the atmosphere. Triangles need only take a few minutes each day, and it can therefore be fit into even the busiest of schedules. Today we have a returning guest speaker, Julie Rosinski. Many of you may have uh, know Julie. She was a teacher for 30 years and taught a wide range of ages and subjects from first grade through university level. She's a longtime student of the Alice Bailey teachings and lives in the southwest desert of the United States. Julie loves to hike, write, and also to study the Bailey books. So as we do each week, let's take a moment to align ourselves using a simple visualization technique, and then we'll follow that by the sounding of the invocation of light, the mantra on your screen, followed by the sounding of the Om, the sacred word. So let's take a moment to link with the group. And lift your consciousness to as high a point on the mental plane as possible. Look out over the world, seeing it as one of light, with here and there points and centers of intensified light.
see the energies of this network of light pulsating to the rhythm of, of human aspiration. Regard yourself within this planetary network as a channel among many channels, transmitting the energy of the spiritual hierarchy. Imagine this potent love energy pouring through the network of light, stimulating the many points and centers of energy, transforming the pulsation of energy into the rhythm of the planetary heartbeat. Radiance are we and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. As we're working at this interlude with the energies pouring through the sign of Aquarius, the sign which we should be able to tap into to some extent, to the extent that we stand upon the periphery of the great ashram of hierarchy, because we know that that hierarchy is serving as Aquarius indicates. So, that means that there are new forms of service evolving at this time, and Triangles workers can certainly form part of that before our work is very Aquarian in nature. And to the extent that we stand within that hierarchical effort, we too can learn to serve in new and creative ways. 
hierarchical ways, which are always group-related. Aquarius is, as we know, a sign of group work. And that extends way beyond just gathering together on the physical plane um, and having some alignment with a fellow group of servers. But it's something much more than that and is involved in, I think, mostly the contacting, holding, and distributing of spiritual energies. And the triangle, um, as we know, forms an important part of that ability to contact, hold, and distribute those higher energies. For the triangle is, as we know, the symbol of the soul, but also of higher realms of consciousness, the triad, and on and on. They always pour into our planet in a triangular formation. And those of you who are students of the Alice Bailey teachings, particularly esoteric astrology, will have noted that in that book there's a large section towards the back dedicated to what's called the science of triangles. And it's a very um, elaborate listing by the Tibetan of the various important triangles that are conditioning not only humanity, but um, the higher realms of consciousness on our planet and beyond, bringing in extra zodiacal points. Um, primarily, the three um, major um, extra zodiacal points that we're told influence our system are that between Sirius, the second aspect, the Pleiades, the third aspect, and the, con the great constellation of the Great Bear which stands most often as the first aspect. But there are innumerable other triangles which we're given um, often between a constellation and a planet or two constellations and a planet or an extra zodiacal constellation, a zodiacal constellation and a planet. And so, one might wonder how can we even make the attempt to work with these um, very um, high and potent triangular formations. Well, I think that perhaps we can only do so as we stand on the periphery of that great ashram and attempt, make the attempt to become sensitive in group formation to the vibratory influences that are pouring in at any time on the planet. And so we might want to, if we so choose, take a look at these, um, this chapter and start to ponder some of these triangular energies, particularly when one of the zodiacal constellations is active during any particular time, or when one of the planetary um, influences is particularly active might come to some interesting um, observations. And I just wanted to also mention, which we haven't really talked about hardly at all in these webinars, are the five planetary inlets. We've often talked about the powerful and potent primary planetary triangle which exists between the planetary head center of Shambhala, the planetary heart center, hierarchy and the planetary throat center of humanity. 
plus the um, sometimes that third point is given by the um, name the new group of world servers which is sometimes known as the planetary ajna center so these points uh, this planetary triangle is is very potent and coming into alignment during the next period in our planetary history for the first time and it's surely involved in the transition to the externalization and the reappearance which are on the verge of precipitation. But there's another um, potent planetary triangles, which I just wanted to mention briefly, and which are also highlighted in this chapter on the science of triangles in esoteric astrology. And these two triangles are composed of the five cities that uh, stand as the planetary chakra system, the cities of London, New York, Darjeeling, Geneva and Tokyo. So each of these centers holds a specific area of the planet for which it provides stimulation, we might say. So London provides that stimulation for the British Empire. New York provides that vibratory flow for the Western Hemisphere. Geneva is responsible for all of Europe, including the Soviet Union or Russia, to, to use the correct terminology, the Russian Federation. Tokyo is responsible for the whole area of the Far East, and Darjeeling for all of Central Asia and India. And it's interesting to note that the New York Center is said to form a point within the other two triangles. There are two triangles formed by these five cities, one between Darjeeling, London, and then New York, and the other between New York, Geneva, and Tokyo. So New York stands as the central point, the linking point, and some believe it to be the planetary Ajna center, which seems to fit with that idea of a linking center. Um, and the, creative, the creativity of the New York uh, Center also links it with that strong impulse of the Ajna Center. And it would also link New York very much with the new group of world servers being the planetary Ajna Center, that group being also related to that center, as I mentioned. And the United Nations is here. It is really a global center. And its motto is, I light the way. And so that's just a brief um, overview. But as I said, uh, the Tibetan does say that this, these macrocosmic triangles, which are, he, he just touches upon a few of them in, in this wonderful volume, the third volume of the Treatise on Seven Rays. And um, if we're so inclined, we might want to uh, dip our toes into that incredible teaching as well. So now let's focus ourselves as a group, linking as well with all triangles workers throughout the planet. We link as a soul, point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group.
we invoke the spiritual will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network.
Now lift your consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Hold the group mind open and receptive to the inpouring energy of love. Visualize light and goodwill circulating around the triangles from point to point and flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of men and women everywhere, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships.
Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Prior to sounding the great invocation, let's pause to consider the words that will be poured out and visualizing the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity and as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race. Let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth.
Thank you, everyone. And now we'll hear from Julie. Welcome, Julie. Oops, wait, I have to unmute you, sorry. Oh. There you go, sorry. Hello, Kathy, and Hi. greetings to everyone. A couple of weeks ago, a member of our Triangles group posted an important question in the chat box. She asked, how do we know if we are making a difference with our Triangles work? I'd like to speak to this question in our work today. When we consider the work we do in triangles, in our own daily triangles, here in our weekly group, or as part of the larger network of triangles that spans the globe, it is important to evaluate the work and to attempt to assess its effectiveness. And so it is appropriate to ask ourselves two questions. First, what is the objective of triangles work? And second, is that objective being met? In teaching about triangles, the Tibetan states that the work of the triangles is to work with the minds of men, to impress these minds with certain ideas which are necessary to human progress. That statement is so important that I'm going to repeat it. The work of the triangles is to work with the minds of men, to impress these minds with certain ideas which are necessary to human progress. So just what are these ideas necessary to human progress? Well, we need look no further than to the great invocation, that vital heart of triangles work to grasp these necessary ideas. The last line of the invoc invocation proclaims its keynote. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. So here is the answer to our first question. What is the objective of Triangle's work? It's to impress and inspire human minds with a plan for civilization, a plan that is vitalized by the light of true understanding, by love for all beings, and by the power of purposeful living. To answer the second question, is the objective of Triangle's work being met? Let's first review the concept of the plan. What exactly is the plan? The books of Alice Bailey contain numerous descriptions of the plan for humanity and our planet. For there are many aspects of it and many ways of explaining it. It's described variously as raising the level of human consciousness, clear thinking, a sense of stability in humanity, a readjustment of values, purposeful living, the idea of group good, the responsibility of nations to one another, freedom and love. A passage from the old commentary distills these many ideas and states that the plan is essentially a plan of goodwill and goodwill, we are told, 
is a fixed intention to bring about bright human relations. Thus, goodwill and right human relations serve as the vision and the touchstones for the plan for the future civilization for humanity. So let's look for a moment at the idea of right relationship. The Tibetan teaches that the goal of all endeavor upon our planet is right relations. For right relations are the mark of the soul. They're the foremost goal of the new civilization, the civilization that will characterize the Aquarian age. For life is nothing but relationship. Our relations with others, as members of our families, groups, nations, and with the planet and all life upon it. And our relations with ourselves, with our habits, our feelings, our thoughts, and with our attitudes and beliefs. These are the means by which we experiment with energies, test ourselves with regard to life's many lessons, and work at perfecting ourselves. We do all this by means of our relationships. Even our meditative work is focused on establishing a relationship with the soul. In fact, the concept of relationship serves as the very foundation of the sciences of meditation and of service. Through these many relationships, we come to better know ourselves and others, and we learn that right relationships are the result of intentional thought and disinterested motive. Right relationships are the consequence of a conscious effort to establish just connections with all aspects of life. Thus, in seeking to evaluate if the plan is indeed progressing, we might look for actual instances where those ideas necessary to human progress are gaining strength. Factual experience, concrete evidence that human relationships are improving, that goodwill is increasing in the world, that the human race is growing in consciousness, that love is more generously and wisely expressed, that living is more purposeful, group good is increasing, that nations are more responsible to their citizens and to each other, and that freedom is more prevalent in the world. If we based our inquiry on daily news reports, we'd no doubt be hard-pressed to find evidence of any of these ideas, for the news is consistently disheartening, scandalous, sensational, and firmly anchored in the miasmas of the astral plane. The media reports on and often benefits from corruption, crime, depravity, and from humanity's seemingly endless glamours. We know the adage, no news is good news. But from observing daily news stories, perhaps the reverse is more accurate. Good news is no news. So in order to offset this negative bias, perhaps we should seek out news sources that demonstrate a more insightful understanding of events. An expanded perspective that's focused on humanity's strivings to betterment, 
those instances which will impress and inspire others, individuals, groups, and nations, to continue with their own strivings towards a finer society. For instance, here are some good news stories from 2018, and I'd like us to ponder on the significance of these stories because they're far more than feel-good news. They're meaningful measures of humanity's progress, practical examples of the plan in action. Let me summarize a couple of these. Quietly and unannounced, humanity crossed a truly amazing threshold in 2018 because for the first time since agriculture-based civilization began 10,000 years ago, the majority of humankind is no longer poor or vulnerable to falling into poverty. Also in 2018, after more than 10 years of debate, 140 nations agreed to begin negotiations on a historic Paris Agreement for the Ocean, the first ever international treaty to stop overfishing and to protect life in the high seas. And Canada signed a conservation deal with its First Nations people, creating the largest protected boreal forest on the planet. It's an area twice the size of Belgium. Or how about this from Germany? Germany announced one of the most ambitious waste management schemes in history. The government plans to recycle 63% of its total waste within the next four years. And three years after India made it compulsory to use plastic waste in road construction, there are now 100,000 kilometers of plastic roads. Morocco passed a landmark law that criminalizes violence against women. And a new report showed that democracy is more widespread than ever. Six in 10 of the world's countries are now democratic, a post-war record. Certainly such examples embody those very ideas necessary to human progress, concrete examples of goodwill and right relationships. And these accomplishments and numerous others of equal amazement surely testify to the betterment of humanity and the planet and to the advancement of the plan. And they beautifully illustrate the manifestation of light and love and the power of the human spirit. They also confirm the words of Foster Bailey, who reminds us of the necessity of making this teaching practical. I'd like to quote him. He said, spiritual teaching will be increasingly accepted by the results of its effects upon the life lived and its practical usefulness in solving the problems of humanity. It's important to bear in mind that each of these wonderful achievements was first a thought, a thought received by a visionary mind, brooded on, cultivated, then impressed upon those of like mind and supported by the thoughts of countless others of similar vision, then honed by group thought and action until it was nurtured into form and appears now as a guiding principle for the new civilization. 
to work with the minds of men to impress these minds with certain ideas which are necessary to human progress. Such is the work of all world servers, including those of conscious vision, such as Triangle's workers. My conclusion is that the good news affirms we are making a difference. Thank you. Thanks so much, Julie, for that positive and uplifting sharing, which um, I'm certain that most of us would agree that things are getting better despite outer appearances. Uh, So now we open it up to the group if they have any additional comments or um, questions they might want to ask. They can either um, click on their name on the participants box and raise their hand and we'll unmute your microphone or you can put a comment in the chat box. And while we're waiting for a couple of comments, I would like to mention that the source for the good news stories that I cited is a website called Future Crunch. And there's an article on that website entitled 99 Good News Stories You Probably Didn't Hear About in 2018. And it gives many other examples of groups and nations working together to create a better society. So that's called Future Crunch. And I'm sure you have other examples you'd like to share with us of places to find uplifting news. Yeah, Alex listed one in the chat box. Optimist Daily. Oh, yeah, Optimistic Daily. Mm-hmm. He says, sign up here for a daily report on good and great advances happening around the world. Oh, thank you, Alex. And Amy asks, regarding the great invocation, could you speak to the line, seal the door where evil dwells? Where is that? Well, it depends, I guess, on how we define evil, but certainly one of the common definitions for evil is selfishness. And if we can seal the door of selfishness and become more selfless, human beings will go a long way towards carrying out that directive. And Kathy, you may have a deeper meaning for that. No, I think that's, yeah, certainly separateness is also yes. Selfishness, separativeness, and um, materialism, I think, are the three aspects of evil that the Great Invocation addresses and the work of triangles addresses. Um, yeah, we're not, he makes the point that we're not talking about cosmic evil, which is not our concern, that the hierarchy has to deal with that, but we can do what we can to work with those um, lower manifestations of evil although we're not supposed to focus on it, really. If we do the work, then the job will be accomplished if enough enough of us do. It will take care of itself, that's for sure. Here's one from Joanne. Another uplifting source is Yes Magazine. No advertising. You will read of right relationships being realized. Oh, thank you. I also noticed just the other day a TED talk on this topic. It's called, um, Is the World Getting Better or Worse? It's given by a man named Steven Pinker, so you might could Google that. It's a 
very interesting talk about how we can see the betterment in the world. Yeah, there's supposedly actually much fewer wars, uh, despite um, yes. what we see on the news, but there actually is great diminishment of war in the world. That's wonderful. there's a hopeful aspect to the difficulties in our world, which some, I like to remember uh, at times when things look rather bleak. And it's the Tibetan statement that the fact that there is this widespread withering of the law and, um, you know, so seeming evil in all sides in the planet is one of the surest signs that the reappearance is imminent, quote unquote. So that's also helpful when things fall apart. That's when the teacher steps forward in the midst of uh, the chaos. And I think that's when we recognize all the things within ourselves that need to be fixed, whether it's individually or as a group, as the whole human race. We see our weaknesses and understand that these need to be worked on in order to improve. So it's a it's a great sign to us, really. Yeah. Oh, there's um, somebody's hands raised, so I'll unmute Paul's. Okay. Hello, Paul. Oh, whoops, it's not unmuted. That's okay. Huh. I'm trying to unmute. Oh, okay, there you go. Okay. Uh, Share International Magazine also reports only positive news, social advances, social issues, uh, inventions that uh, benefit poverty-stricken people. It's uh, a real refreshment to read it <clears throat> to make up for all of the bad news I receive in the newspapers. Oh, thank you, Paul. You know, that reminds me, too, that when we read news such as you're talking about, then we can impress the minds of men with something better because we have something to share. Yes, hence Share International. Thank you. Right, the key motive. Here's one from Nick. I once read a quote, things are not worse, they are just being exposed. No doubt human consciousness is greater and discriminating world affairs. Thanks for the talks. You're welcome. Well, yes, they are just being exposed. You turn the light on in a dark room, and if you've got cockroaches in there, they'll scatter, right? (laughs) Same idea. And Clint says, one of the keywords used by Democrats running for president, oh, I just lost it, is unification. Oh, that's wonderful. Christina says, I think the science of triangles is an excellent instrument for establishing right human relations, at least in the new Aquarian era. Hence, they consist a big part of the book, Esoteric Astrology, 
which is stated to be the science of relations. Thank you for the beautiful talks. Oh, thank you for that, Christina. Well, Julie, I think we'll close now. So would you like to lead us in a moment of silence to link up with all Triangles members? And we thank you again so much for your presentation. Yes. Thank you, Kathy, for this platform to come together. And thank you, everyone, for your participation. So we will end with a moment of silence. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you soon.